the only place I go. Every night it's the Ryan Show. Mr. Chief and myself Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself maybe more. Good music and special guests Listen, we the best, forget the rest It's just me and Ryan, Chiefs the team Yeah, we about to rank, rank, rank supreme Come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene Yeah, we should be on that limelight up, up on the screen Yeah, you know my team, yeah, we really just doing this Fluid up, every time we really just moving this Yeah, man, we mix it up To all of my fellas and six foot up hey. Best believe, we the new way, Mr. T's Rob Boogie and Hampton Day. Let's go. You're listening to The Riot Show. gentlemen boys and girls who are now tuned in this is the weekly premiere yes another rendition of the ryan show fm starring myself your host ryan vernell and joined by my cohorts partners in crimes whatever you want to call them legendary socialite he might be drunk right now and on god knows what else chance (laughs) hamptons dave is in the building and in the window beside him He's got the Rap Dillas sweater on. I can't see what's on his hat, but he is indeed a hip-hop legend. The icon, the Southside Jamaica Hogan, Mr. Cheeks, is in the Zoom. What's going on, brother man? What it do, what it do, family? Let's get it. We've got a hell of a night ahead of us, boys, but oh, what a week it's been. 2021 has been full of surprises. It's crazy. It's it's like 2020 just went into the bathroom, threw a wig on, and came out. That's 2021. <laughs> <laughs> 2021, the sequel, as they say. People were wondering, by the way, they were messaging me and saying, why didn't anybody speak at all about those crazy terrorist attacks that went down at the nation's capital? Yeah, it was. And we never got a chance to because it happened during that Thursday. The show airs on Thursday. We record the show usually on Tuesday for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very, very crazy situation. To all of the rednecks out there and great-great-grandsons of the Confederate soldiers that raided the U.S. Capitol, try that stuff around here. You will be shot. It's just, it's crazy how it was just, it was like, they just, it just was allowed to happen. I mean, they were doing, they were climbing walls and stuff, but then you look at them, this video of them in the Capitol, and they're like walking through ropes. Like, it looks like they set up ropes for them to get from room to room to go it's it's crazy and then people try to justify that it's like political and it's you know it's patriotic it it's crazy that anybody that could (laughs) even look at that happen and say this is justified in any way i understand if there was like actually a rigged election and it was proven and trump came out and had actual proof that this was not the real results of the election. It's been altered. Then, yeah, democracy is at stake, and there needs to be protests. But there was zero proof, zero evidence, and it did seem almost like a failed attempt at a coup, a very, like, poorly done coup, right? It, it seemed like, like you said, Dave, it was almost an inside job. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what came out of it was some media genius, though, like the lady with the onions. Did you see her? No. The lady that's crying, if you look in, the, there's a video. She has oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd gotten uh, stomped out or walked on <laughs> yeah. or whatever. In the- <laughs> she's saying she's crying and she's rubbing onions. I don't know. That's Cheeks crazy. has been and posting that- up some gold. 
So really yeah. quick, everybody that's listening out there, go to Mr. Cheeks Instagram at the real Mr. Cheeks one three two. It's almost become a hub for anti-Trump and anti-fascist <laughs> yeah. activity. He's been on fire too. Yeah, he's been on fire with his posts lately. Cheeks, that one post you made of the guy climbing My the wall. Don't know them like the, <laughs> the dude with the Mario music when <laughs> he falls. That's the funny Mario. Yeah, that might get the best for 2021 so far <laughs> on the internet. And I'm looking right now, he's a whole bunch of white trash in the in the, yeah. in the DC area. It's crazy. A lot of it. A whole a bunch of, of white trash in the DC area. On, we on forget, yo, 150 years I'm glad ago. I wasn't black. You know what I'm saying? It's like yo. Yeah, you know there I'm was saying? a few. That's crazy, right? You see, there was a few black people there. A few. I yeah, they they really stood out. It didn't it didn't really make sense. Like standing there with it's the trumpet. Just... What is it? It said it said uh, what did it say? Uh, um, it said uh, MAGA lives. Oh no, it said Black Lives MAGA. The guy at the show said Black Lives MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Yo, That's something that you talk know, about copyrights. That's disgusting. You know, too funny, man. We got a copyright. But your man is going yeah. down. That's the. That's He's the bottom go. line. He's out. Him and, him and his people. Him and his people that was counting on that, counting on that, backing up that bullshit. All stole, stole the steel. This is crazy. <laughs> it, it was pretty Tomorrow ridiculous. Right? Going down, baby. And now they're getting called out. They're getting fired. The, I just can't wait to have the January twentieth. Yep. Don't have to worry about him doing anything crazy anymore. There's also a video on here of a of an old man flipping off a guy in a car, and he appears to be cursing out the guy in the car. He's got the Trump hat on. He's walking his dog, and he walks face first into a steel pole. <laughs> <laughs> Great video there, cheeks. Was that one too? <laughs> well, that's good. You know what video I saw? There's the video of the guy that lives down the block, the white guy. And he's saying the crackers are storming the Capitol. He's yelling Love at somebody that. in the car. And he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Crackers. <laughs> These crackers are storming. That's as funny as hell right there. The lady you in the car. Like you say, you got good people, you got bad pieces. Yeah. Funny And like you said, and it's in one of his last posts, Cheeks goes, skin color doesn't mean the S word. You're either a good person or a piece of you know what. And that really is what it comes down to. It's kind of like, I hate to, to make it about good or evil, but if you really are, are making judgments on somebody based upon the way that they look, it's pretty pretty much clear cut. You're a piece of, you, like Cheek said, a piece of you know what. <laughs> in the post. Like, so that being said, you're we are- uh, You're a turd. A turd, exactly. <laughs> you're a turd. You're a turd. So we've got a lot of good stuff going on. We got Coach- Hugh Jackson, and who knows, he might actually be an NFL coach again. At least that's what these rumors are churning around in that rumor mill. I heard on ESPN Radio the other day that they are considering our friend Hugh Jackson, who is a part of our sports team, if you will. They're considering him for a position as Jets coach for a position, something to do with the, with the Vikings, offensive coordinator, if the guy would, over there retires. Let's get, him in the, let's get him in the Jets organization when we start opening the stadiums back up. Sundays, we're at MetLife. Uh, covering the game. Covering. I see he's got the air quotes when he says covering. <laughs> <laughs> covering the game. We'll get Sam Sam Garns. I want to give a shout out to Sam Garns too. He ain't been on the show. We got to get him back Love in Sam for uh, one it's of been these too weeks. Long. Yeah, definitely. 
So we're going to get some uh, expert NFL predictions. I know we did last week. That was for the gamblers. This week is for the sports lovers, the ones that aren't always uh, putting their money on it. But I'm excited. Expert knowledge on sports. Also, today we've got Fred Rose Star coming. Some Queens hip-hop madness here in the Zoom chat tonight. And these guys have a long history. The two gentlemen. Classics. Cheeks and Fred Rose Star have a long history. And it began all the way back when they were called, when, before Cheeks was Mr. Cheeks, when he was Co-Cheeks, the young Co-Cheeks. Yes, sir. Stay Fresh crew. That's right, the Stay Fresh crew. That's what Onyx, I, I guess, said. Gamba. Onyx is a hard name, though. Onyx is too yeah. hard. Literally. Yeah, Onyx Literally is hard tough. rock. So that's going to be good. When, and they he's came, been, when they came through with that logo and all that shit, it was just yeah. his mind. Onyx, the man face, Fredro really looks like the logo. <laughs> it's always what I think. When I see him like wearing the shirt with the logo, it looks exactly like him. So that'll be good. We also, to, to listeners of the show that have been with us since the beginning, you know Bamboo Gutta, a.k.a. Bamboo Star. Well, that is the younger brother of Fred Rose Star. As a matter of fact, he was the first guest that we ever had on FM radio was Fred Rose Star's brother. So yep. once again, things yeah, came kind of full circle. And he came out to Boston, too. Came out with us. Yep. Born with the Shout sauce. Out. Yes, he is the one with the sauce. Yeah, he showed love. He was since Tavern. I don't think he came to when we were in the city, right? I don't think he came to Stone Creek. No, he didn't. But I think he came to everything else, though. Tavern Lounge. Yep. Long time. And it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just damn pandemic kind of prevents us from seeing people or throwing parties, really. That's really yeah, what's yeah. The, the big difference here. But. Uh, before we go into break and have Honky Wonky pull out those ones and twos, if that is even the term for it, he's always on the ones and twos, we have a bakery, and it's right in time for Valentine's Day. The Ryan Show Bakery, a.k.a. RS Bakery, is open for business. Get a special Ryan Show box of sweets for the person that you love. We're talking chocolate-covered pretzels. We're talking candy-coated Rice Krispies, chocolate and caramel. And we're talking chocolate-covered Oreos, all with your favorite Ryan Show logo attached to them. The logo is so good that you can eat that, too. Mr. Cheeks, I heard that you got a delivery in the mail. How's that box of uh, candy looking? Uh, it's looking good. I had a few pieces of the day. Popped those off yesterday during the games. With a nice cheeseburger with the bing on the side. Everything was good, Ooh. though. They're coming handy. The doing the munchie cup ice and the Pepsi head. <laughs> Sounds good. Get me hungry. You're getting me really, really hungry. And that's good. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk a little bit about our personal lives. Hamptons Dave is changing his life. He's going on some type of a is it a health craze? Is it a journey, a wellness journey? What would you call this, Hamptons Dave? It's just more, I guess, probably to see more life. So it doesn't yeah, like so we can make crazy. it past twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on some crazy you know, change life type shit just for January. He said, you know, give a, give some things up and get some things in return. You gave some things up for about five minutes and then you yes. took them right back and yes. inhaled them. Yeah, give, give back to the earth to get what it's worth. Oh, shots to Hamptons did in those powerful Nos. Turn, open-minded organics is what brings you the Ryan Show FM, at least this week. If you're looking for CBD, hemp, or anything of that nature... Go to OMO, Open Minded Organics. Find them on Instagram at Open Minded Organics and order up. It doesn't matter whether you're in New York or some faraway place. 
I don't think they'll send you anything if you're our fans in Africa, but if you're on the soil, we'll get you your CBD. You've got my it's guarantee. It's tough to send anything. Remember, we tried to send on the soil. To Yusuf. We tried to send Yusuf so much stuff out there. It's tough to send stuff out to Africa. It's just expensive, too. It was like to send over Yusuf a t shirt, it was like 200 bucks. So we had to give him money to go and just make them over there. Just made more yeah. sense. It was crazy. It was like crazy shipping and handling prices. And this was before COVID-19. I'm sure it's even more now. So, yeah, this is, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, we're moving right along through the night. Mr. Cheeks, Hamptons, Dave, and myself, Ryan Vernell are here. We form a trio, a tripod, if you will, known as the Ryan Show FM or the Ryan Show, depending on where you look. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Doing good. Doing Everything good. Solid, uh, yep. Everything solid. Health is there for, uh, you know, this pandemic is crazy. Still can't really get out to places, especially in New York. They got pretty much everything shut down. You find a way, I mean, you though. Can, you, you can always find your ways. <laughs> you can always find your ways. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a there's a bar. So <laughs> Or some weird <laughs> underground party. Yes. Yeah. Those are That's good ones. They go all for days. Those are the craziest. That side of New York is for another... Whole nother episode, that underground And now you're cutting this underground out of your life somewhat, somehow a little bit, or just a little bit of a health craze. We talked about it before we got into uh, that music by Honky Wonky, but Hamptons Dave has made some life changes over the past couple of days. So let's let's let you tell the listeners out there, I heard that you stopped eating past a certain point in the day. Trying to. Trying to cut it maybe at nine. You know, it's still late. for. I know people cut off at like 5. You told me you're cutting off eating at like 3 o'clock. Yeah, 1 p.m. is when I start yeah. now. 3, 3 p.m. I know, and I know that sounds crazy, but like I just look at it like that's when I Kelly know what my you body. That's when you for your nap, right? That's when I go down for my oh, nap. Oh, you don't eat at the, yeah, at 3 o'clock? I stop eating <laughs> after 3, Cheeks. You're I'm, right. I'm, you don't eat at the 3 o'clock? No, because, yo, because I just like feel it in my stomach. As crazy as that sounds, like when I'm digesting food at night, it doesn't do me well. I wake up. I feel kind of crazy. If I stop eating at a certain point, I wake up hungry. I start my routine and eating and working out at like six, seven in the morning. I feel great. I'm down like 15 pounds. I was getting a little pudgy. Everything's coming back to normal. I'm starting to get in my, I'm trying to get in this like UFC form. So for me, but this isn't about me. This is about Hammonds Dave and him changing his life. So <laughs> stopping eating at nine o'clock, that's a good start, Hammonds Dave. And that's yeah, not all. Did you say you were going to cut the carbs out too? Trying. I mean, it's like, trying to i'll never given up that's the italian in me i don't think i could ever give that up totally it's true like, guinea you cannot give yeah, up those cops once i think i'm out they pull me right back <laughs> 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 no just trying you know trying to maybe kick off the year i see cheeks something. is like pissed about about me not eating past three yeah, it's. <laughs> like you don't eat no more than the next day that's crazy it's dude that's what it really comes down to is like discipline like and i just like i, I gotta find ways in my life to to show myself that i still have you some can discipline. see the difference in our discipline i gave up at 9 p.m and it's like i'm like proud you know like not eating after nine that's lit then ryan tells me yeah i don't eat after three o'clock <laughs> <laughs> it's like anorexic i was yeah. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I had Ryan forced myself to throw up, up after every meal too. No, just one. There's I ate too much. <laughs> I ate too much pig belly, and I felt it in my stomach. My girl's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "What are you bulimic?" I just like felt the the pork belly, like the grease and the craziness. I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe it's paranoia. Maybe I'm smoking too much. <laughs> You're definitely smoking too. too much, but as you see here in outer space, yep, 
with my outer space background here on Zoom. So yeah, so we don't yes, really talk sir. about this much, but and it, and it's surprising to me that Hampton's Dave tests his physical limitations so much when he's already literally survived death, which yep. is something that we haven't really talked about much on this program. Cheeks, do you know this story? Have we even told you the story about Hampton's Dave, the revival, the redemption, the the phoenix rising from the, the ashes, re- if you the will? Redemption. Let me know. So, oh man. We're going to preface this. I'm going to let Hams Dave tell the story of Hams Dave. Obviously, I can't tell his story, but I will say this. I, I what brought this up, and the reason we want to talk about this, I saw an article online where they were talking about people's experiences after they had legally died and what they had seen when they were legally dead. Some people saw a tunnel and they decided not to go into the light. They feel maybe if they did, that would have been the end. Some people saw their body floating up into the sky. So, you know, as I preface this story, Hamptons Dave, was there anything crazy that you saw no. when it went down? See, I also wasn't out for like minutes. I don't even know if, you know, the hospital, what the, what I was told is that my pulse stopped. I had no pulse and that I stopped bleeding, like the blood stopped. And they said that when that happens, that's like, that's the, pretty the step where you have, you have to like bring them back or it's going to become a problem. And they, they said I was out for like, 45 seconds to a minute and i woke up and i just started cursing everybody out around me but we everybody. gotta we gotta we gotta I, I just jumped too far ahead of myself i'm sorry we gotta get the story so that cheeks understands what exactly went down because the story itself is pretty crazy yeah i mean i was i was working in a restaurant at the time that was actually i guess i could really go into this into full length now that it's you know it's done in court i, I remember at the time Cha-ching. when we first started doing the show yeah couldn't really talk about it so i was working it was my last sunday at this restaurant job uh and it was my last day there and i worked at double so i worked from the morning to the end and i had this thing on every sunday i was trying to have a sip from every i would pick one spirit and i would try to take a drink from every bottle that we had every (laughs) brand that we had like i did vodka i tried to you know make vodka sodas or do a shot of like every i'd be lit by like four o'clock in the afternoon i was lit still working but Lit. So this day it was scotch and I was trying to, I got up to like my seventh one and then it got kind of busy. So I had to stop drinking a little bit. Uh, and I had a plan. I was like, let's get everybody together. We'll go across the street to the bar across the street and we'll all do a shot real quick. Just as like the last, you know, like a celebration almost last day at this job. So it gets busy and I get sidetracked and all of a sudden I see like three of my coworkers walk in smiling. Like they had, you know, just had a couple drinks or something like what, it's like, this is, they're a little too friendly right now. And I got pissed because this was my whole plan to go. And I was just pissed. I didn't go across. So uh, I'm sitting with the table. I'm actually sitting with the table, talking about their meal, just chilling with them while I'm working. I'm a serve. I'm waiting tables at the time. So I'm sitting with these people and I'm talking about the dessert menu. And they have to be like, this kid is lit right now. <laughs> like just sat down while they're eating their meal. And I'm just talking to him. And he would get lit. I hate to interrupt, but Dave somehow can get like blacked out. And still perform and still like read orders, take orders. It's amazing. Yeah. So I, I see everybody coming in the side door and this goes right to the street and you can go right to the bar. And I said, you know, forget that noise. Like you're going without me. And I just, I just, I just went for it. I just beelined it into the street and I got, next thing you know, I wake up in the road. I got hit by a minivan doing like 40, went through the windshield and got shot like 30 feet. And uh, luckily, at the bar, there were two EMTs at my garden. Two EMTs at the bar, retired, you know, ambulance workers were eating at the bar. 
and I got shot like right to the front door of the bar. So they were able to get to me within like 30 seconds. And all I remember is waking up and I see, I always, I always tell this joke. I make wake up in the, well, he's like a regular at the bar. So I'd always tell him I wake up and I, this guy's trying to kiss me, but he was giving me mouth to mouth. I woke up and somebody was just over me, giving me mouth to mouth. And I just had no, in my mind, he was I'm turned on everybody out. Yeah. In my mind, I'm thinking, yeah. yo, that table still needs to order dessert. Like, why am I laying in the street when this table's still? And they're like, no, you got hit. It's serious. And then I start looking around. It was, then it like kicked in a little bit. It was. Uh, so what happened? Did you, do you remember seeing the light? No. Did you float away just, from your body? It was like I just woke up in the street. That was it. So was it blackness? Was it? You, nothing. Just literally yeah, from I mean, A to like, B. I didn't see anything. It was just like I woke up. Literally, I was like I just woke up in the street and like fifty people around me. You wasn't. You didn't like go through like a portal and you see like Hitler, like and evil people throughout history. So at least you know. I woke up right. I didn't skip a beat. Like I knew I was at work. I was like, why am I laying in the street while I'm working? Like, oh, this is. And I got pissed off. I got when I when I'm drunk and I get embarrassed, I start cursing people out around me. And that's what happened. I just started cursing everybody out around me. I'm like, why are all these people around me? What's going on right now? And then I look down, and like, yeah, your, your leg is your leg is broken in half. Incredible <laughs> so that you know there's airlifted th- ICU, but it hasn't slowed me down. I <laughs> still out there. That, that's the, there's a few incredible parts about this story. All these years later, what was this? Five years ago? Six years ago? Seven? What? Yeah, probably five years ago. It was actually my brother's first one year wedding anniversary. And he got a call around. At the time, they didn't know. Like people on the scene didn't know if I was surviving or not. Me, I knew I was surviving. I was like, had already, I was in shock still, so I didn't really feel anything. But I was like talking to people, and I knew I was fine. But the fire department, when I left in the helicopter to go to Stony Brook, it was critical condition. You know, helicoptered him out, and it's not a sad ending. Everything. I got the the treatment. Obamacare saved me. How long were you Shout in out hospital? To Obamacare. For uh, twenty nine <laughs> days. Twenty nine days in the hospital. No, Insane. no one should. You know, in the Hamptons, you, you know, you wish you walk across the street in Bridgehampton, you want to get hit by a Rolls Royce, a Rolls Royce, or a Bentley, or you know, a Benz. I got hit by like a ninety two Astro van. <laughs> <laughs> the jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! It's just the worst. Yeah. Well, it, he was meant to survive. See, so he went on to do all this, and still to this day goes out and he gives it to people on the basketball court. So, what do you have a metal leg? How does that work? I do. I have a rod in my leg, in my uh, in my left leg. I broke my tib and tibula and fibula, which are the two bones, like my shin bone and my the other little bone in your leg, broke completely through. So they put a metal rod in. That is crazy. It's not a real, not a crazy scar either, right? I don't think I. No, it, it. The scar looks like. I mean, the legs got cuts and stuff all over, but the scar is like an ACL, you know, surgery scar. Yeah. And the other amazing part is that you're all here mentally. Some not way. a not. I mean, I guess some would argue that, I but I did more damage with the tabs <laughs> than the accident. Well, but, uh, there you go. That yeah, explains yeah, I mean, the wellness kick. That I mean, quick whip is still there, and that jump shot didn't go anywhere for anybody out there. And that just goes to show it was really all you needed this whole time was the jump shot, right? It's what got you all these places. So, wow, what a story. And to those religious listeners out there. I blame it on them. If they would have just 
waited for me and we would have went over to the bar all together. Yeah. Yep. Selfish of them. It's never my fault. You know, everything, it's funny, like, <laughs> not like an insult to injury, not even like it's a, I'm, it sucks. I'm laid up in the hospital for, you know, this is probably like 15 days and my lawyer comes in and he's going over everything. We're trying to like, you know, I was drunk. So was, we're trying to like look at the best ways we could find <laughs> this and like everything was against me. And then the witness, like the lead witness that talked to the police, they're reading the police report. It goes, two guys go and run into the street and the chubby one dressed in all black <laughs> got hit by the car. So it's like insult to injury. Yeah. They had to hit you with a fat joke as you're laying yeah, there immobile. To- <laughs> what the hell? It's messed up. <laughs> chubby. Bless you. Chubby guy goes running in the yeah, street. The two guys running, the chubby one with the beard. Well, it's good to see that you're but still I'm here I'm today, still kicking here. better still than ever. Better. Now you're like a cyborg with that metal leg. Yep. Something. Can you jump higher now that it's metal? Is there like a spring in there? I don't even know if I can jump anymore. Just as long as this can still shoot. That's all that matters. We'll say athleticism is not is not the forte anymore. <laughs> we're all uh we're all getting to that age where but we gotta start even, being I careful. I just blame that on the on the injury. Yeah. Not the last ten years of my life. No, of course. It's the injury, <laughs> it's not nothing in between any of the craziness. So, Dan, there you have it, the story of Hampton's Dave's terrible accident in which he's recovered. I guess it's a good story in the end, right? Everything's, uh, everything's moving along. I'm here, bitch. Is this an indicator for what happens after death for you at all? Did it change, yeah. like, any of your deeper... No. If Did anything, it, it didn't. You? No. If anything, it kind of... I was saved because somebody was... Happened to be at the, you know, the bar. You know, Some would say was that there. was God. Some would say that God jumped into that man and breathed life into you or kissed you on the lips, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, <laughs> that was my favorite part. I bet. That's what no. got him. It woke him right up. It was like smelling salt. Yeah. That's how you know he was alive. He was getting poked in the, in the ribs when he was on top of you. No, nah, they said <laughs> I, I woke up and I just immediately said, get the fuck off me. Like, the, I was like, what am I doing here? They're like, you kept asking, why are you, why am I laying on the road? Oh, no. What was that movie, Stand By Me, where the kid pulls the girl out of the... And all I'm thinking is, Table 16 still needs to order dessert. Like, why am I laying here on the ground? It's my kind of waiter. So there you have it, folks. Follow Hamptons Dave and wherever his adventure will go next at Hamptons Dave on Instagram. This is perfect timing. We've got Coach Hugh Jackson coming in very, very soon. Honky Wonky is just crazed. I can tell he wants to scratch (laughs) on those ones and twos. And yeah, as we're going to this break, remember, open-minded organics. That would have uh, saved Dave 30 days of recovery had he just lathered himself in CBD oil. I bet he would have healed just fine. <laughs> Folks, this is the Ryan Show <laughs> FM. We got Hugh Jackson coming on. After that, we've got Fred, DJ Honky Wonky on the ones and twos. And boy, is it good to be here. Ain't that right, Hamptons Dave? Yeah, I'm just still always blown away. Uh, DJ Honky Wonky sets always, uh, they always set the mood right when we go to those breaks. So. Uh, I'm happy everybody gets to always just listen to DJ Honky Wonky. He's a big part of the show. Scratching those ones and twos. He needs to make an Instagram, though. That's one thing. Yeah, Definitely need, needs to, to make. Get with the times. We need to get him on some interviews. I think the world needs to. to really no one really see. knows what he sounds like. See, it's a big mystery. and we'll, we'll get a little bit more into Honky Wonky later. But right now, we've got an NFL legend in the chat. He's back again. Yes. And his insight is second to none. It's very, very timely that we're bringing him back for the second time on this program. We've got big things a-brewing or a-stewing 
depending on the terminology you'd like to use, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for ex-NFL coach, football expert, the one and only, the legendary Hugh Jackson is in the building. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What an honor to be here. Honor to have you here. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's always good having you here. I wish I was lit off that tequila. I was going to say, we got to get the (laughs) drinks poured for each of us out here. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's pronounced Grand Leyenda, which is an amazing name for tequila. I never would have thought I'd have seen you pushing a tequila brand. It must be special. What's so great about this tequila? Well, it's just, it's organic, first of all. So don't Ooh. panic because it's organic. It's 100% <laughs> USDA organic tequila. We have all four marks. We have the uh, Blanco, the Silver, the Reposado, the Anejo. We're coming out with Anejo Extra. Um, we think it's the best in the world and you don't have to worry about having a bad hangover the next day because we have the natural agave. We don't add anything to our tequila. And so it is the best. I'll take That's that the as a challenge maker. to see if it gives me a hangover or not. We'll <laughs> don't tell I him that. Drink, drink <laughs> as much as you want. I want you to know, drink as much as you want. And then you got to love that. Me. And if you Just have a hangover, I'll pay for your tequila the next day. <laughs> he might hold cool. you to that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely my whole today. And that's like a difference. Not a lot of people know everybody. I, I like to consider myself a tequila expert, but I realize I just, it's just my like favorite drink, but you start naming all these different tequilas. And I realize I really don't know much at all. Like, are you an actual expert on the tequila drink? Is that what got you into this? I've become one. I never liked tequila. And so our CEO, Daryl Span, at the time, he was the only minority owner in the space. Now, obviously, here comes uh, The Rock, here comes LeBron James, here comes P. Diddy. Everybody's getting their tequila. But as I said to all of them, let's compete. Because people are finding out that tequila is the only upper spirit. I mean, it's the only upper spirit in the spirit world. So that's why it's so good. But when I think about the days when I was drinking tequila, man, look, it was bad because (laughs) it wasn't good. So I'm fired up. I start drinking this and I, I love it. You always hear that different alcohols bring out a different type of drunk. Like they say, be careful when you drink whiskey. People start like beating each other over the head. Yeah. They say tequila gets the, the pants to fall off. That's always what I remember hearing. Hey, and they, tequila it, makes you dance. That's what they say. <laughs> dance vertically. Definitely something to try. And can they dance order horizontally. that? horizontally. Vertically. I meant to say horizontally. Yeah. See that? I got you. <laughs> Thanks for the correction there, Hamstein. And it's, a, it's, it's an upper too, so it's up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> the the upper drinks. Definitely. Besides tequila, well, first off, where can they find the tequila really quick? Where if, Can they order it anywhere in the country to anyone that's out there listening? Where? So um, a thousand bottles is the best place to go to because they ship and they pr- they ship across the country. And the next week and a half, we will be in 27 different cities. So we're going to make yes. this happen. New York will be one of the places. So if we can just hold on for a little bit, we're going to make sure everybody can drink Grand Leander because we think it's uh, the, the coming spirit of this year. It's a basic human right to be able to enjoy that tequila, especially Absolutely. during a pandemic. Definitely. Yeah. So especially, especially during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, right after he was on the show the last time, Hugh, I, I caught you on uh, Keyshawn. And I, I didn't really know about the tequila, you you know, you and the tequila. And I turned on the, you know, the radio, I was dr- driving into work. And uh, I was like, this voice sounds so familiar. And he's talking about tequila. And it was Coach. And, uh, <laughs> you know, 
you gotta get that. I, I gotta put that offer in. I gotta get a bottle of tequila. Absolutely, you guys deserve a bottle. Obviously, if, if somebody deserves a bottle of tequila, Mac, don't clap. You're, you're not drinking sure. anymore. Now we did a big segment on it on I Am Athlete. Um, you know, with Brandon yep. Marshall. I saw that too with Brandon Marshall. Yep, it was uh, phenomenal. As a matter of fact, uh, three days after that, we sold out. <laughs> so. It was fun, you know. It's it's been really good, and people love the taste, the taste profile of our tequila. And hopefully, I'm gonna get you guys some so we can sell out some more. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So now that being said, you mentioned Keyshawn Johnson. I was listening to ESPN, and the rumor mill is churning or churning. And they mentioned you also. They were I forgot. I think it was like a Vikings position. They were talking about a potential retirement as offensive coordinator. Is there any uh, any uh, truth to these speculations that I heard on the radio on ESPN? Oh, there's some. There's a, a few here and there. I think my name has been circulating a little bit. Uh, I can't give away all my secrets, but uh, I hope to be back on the sidelines coaching offense uh, here in the near future. People yes. could really use it. And now there's, what, seven head coaching positions going into next year? Yes, it's, uh, it's amazing. I just uh, – and I feel for the coaches – uh, that were let go because I know what that's like. It's tough, you know, because it's a pandemic on top of injuries, on top of everything that coaches have to go through. Uh, but at the same time, we know what it is when we sign up for it. So yep. uh, I'm sure those coaches will will bounce back and get back on their feet and keep on moving. I'll tell you as a yeah. fan, um, you know, I don't want anybody to get fired, but sometimes uh, you like to see some people leave the organization. And uh, <laughs> as, a, as a Jets fan, I think we made the right choice. Uh, well, I mean, that's a, that's a premium job, in my opinion. Yep. And uh, they're going to do everything they can to get it fixed. Ooh, is this a potential uh, something is swirling <laughs> here? Because, I mean, look, as a New York sports fan, we would love to have you in New York City. Because it's almost happened multiple times. <laughs> it has. So we'll see. Never know. Might be one of the spots. Now, Coach, we're in your corner. We're in your corner to get back on that sideline. That's right. Now, that being said, seven positions. Is there one specifically that stands out that you think might be like the prime or premier spot, as you'd say? Like top choice? Well, I, think, I mean, obviously, when you have the first pick of the draft, and it's probably a quarterback, and you have other draft capital, I think everybody would say Jacksonville, you know, is the, the number one job, you know, on the board from a um, go in, have a chance to really change the culture, uh, bring in your type of players. I think that's it. A lot of people say it's the Texans because of Deshaun Watson, you know, his ability to um, play the game. You know, he was he led the league in passing yards this year, had a phenomenal season with very little support. You know, so yeah. that's the one. Of them. And then you look at what happened in Philadelphia today. You know, uh, obviously you have two quarterbacks, one that's a veteran player that's uh, being paid and another one who's a young player who has a chance to ascend. So. Um, I think those three jobs, you know, you get excited about, but who wouldn't want to go to Atlanta with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Ridley? I mean, there are some real premium jobs that are out there, but it's still got to be the right fit for the coach and the people that comes with. Yeah. With, uh, with everything going on about Deshaun Watson right now, do you think there's any chance uh, the Jags would trade that number one pick? Uh, for Deshaun Watson, do you think he's one of those players that you would give up a number one pick for? Because he's, you know... Like you said, he's he's one of the, the real deals at quarterback I, in the NFL right now. If they ask me, I'd give up the team for him right now. <laughs> yep. That's what it yep. I, I, I think I, Miami's about to thing. do that. They they and say that right now that two pick 
I'm ready to throw the, you know, I, I'll let, I want the Jets to go all in. He's proven that he is, uh, you know, one of those cream of the crop quarterbacks and that he's, he's only going to get better. He's going to transcend uh, to another level. Uh, I think he's one of those generational talent guys like Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Uh, and, uh, whoever can, if he is traded, I think Houston would be doing their city a disservice. And whoever gets him will be excited that they have it. I don't know what's going on Houston, in Houston. Houston's got to be ready for them to just trade their star away. That's still one of the, I, I don't know. And he's still put numbers up, like you said, after they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. It's like they want to force him out for some reason. I don't understand. Like, why get rid of one of the top receivers and then all these rumblings and rumors? It just doesn't really make sense to me. For Like you said, a top five, I guess he's probably top five quarterback for sure. Oh, no, no doubt. I think uh, you said it. I mean, why? I mean, you just need to do everything you can to support him yeah. and to put him in position to have success. And uh, that's not the case. And But we never know what's happening behind closed doors. But at the same time, just Deshaun Watson, the player, the person, the leader, that's the kind of guy you want on your football team. Yes. I guess we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot going on. So in terms of the playoffs, we've got some big matchups. The Bills are, are looking pretty scary. Obviously, the Chiefs back in it as usual. So if you had to pick a Super Bowl prediction for the two teams that are going to face off in a few weeks, who would you think has the most likely chance to play in the Super Bowl this year? My pick a week ago, and I'll still stand by it, I think it's Kansas City, and I think it's New Orleans. That's my that, – yeah. those are the teams I think that are going to make it. I think New Orleans is going to hit a stride here. Drew Brees finally got Michael Thomas back. Yeah. Uh, They'll, you know, play a little bit better defensively than they did the other day, even though they played against a good team. Um, and then when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, I, I, regardless of him winning the MVP or not, I think he's the best quarterback in the league. So I just um, – he will will his team to victories, and I think that's what's going to happen. And I could not disagree with that. He's just so nasty. Pat, Patrick Mahomes is just so nice. Yeah, just- he's something else. He's, he's definitely is like one of those generational talents. He is uh, – He's the real deal. He's got the league pretty much in his hands. He's barring, like a step you know, above. Like you look at stuff. LeBron yes. back in the air. Yep. Even now, like just kind of a step above the rest. I kind of look at Pat Mahomes or Patrick Mahomes kind of the same way. On a semi-different note, they're saying Trevor Lawrence is head and shoulders above the competition this year. Would you say that he's in a separate class than any of the other quarterbacks that are a part of this next draft? Well, I think Trevor is uh, very talented. Um, I I don't know if it's that much separation as people say. I just think yeah. body of work has been really good. You know, he's played big time football, even though he was out for a while with COVID. He came back and put his team in position. They didn't beat Ohio State, but it's a team game. But at the same time, yeah. he demonstrated the things you're looking for. But I think there's three or four guys in this draft that are going to go on football teams and have chances to ascend. I mean, look at Josh Allen today, you know, when he was drafted. People wasn't sure what he was going to be. Everybody knew he was a big athlete with a big arm and that he was intelligent. But nobody thought that this year he'd play the way he played. Anyway, you just don't you know. See what, you see what the right wideout does for these quarterbacks, though. Ooh, you get them in the right situation. You get digs on It's like a totally different totally, totally different player. Having yeah, digs that's out there. support the quarterback. I mean, hopefully yeah. what this shows organizations that if you <laughs> – Get the quarterback support what he needs, that good things can happen, that if you have that, you know, every Hall of Fame quarterback has a, a, a Robin, you know, 
there's some receiver that played for him that, you know, played really well. And I, it goes hand in hand. People that think it doesn't, that's not true, you know. So yeah. at the same time, you know, the quarterbacks are special, but you better have some other talent around them in order for them to flourish yeah. and become. You know, no matter who speak, it is. This, speaking of quarterbacks real quick, I just want to ask, do you think anyway, if, if, if Field shows out tonight, Justin Fields for Ohio State, do you think there's any chance that he could jump into that number one, or you think Lawrence just has it all locked up? If think, if, if they do decide to choose and I not think, trade the the pick, yeah, I think he has it locked up. I think people, you know, have seen him. He's won a national title. He's played good football. Uh, he has unbelievable numbers. Um, he's big. He's athletic. He has an arm talent. I mean, I think the other guy that people don't talk enough about is the Zach Wilson kid out of BYU. Yeah. You know, I think he's very very talented. You know, in Justin Fields as well. But I think the pecking order for who is two, three, four, I think that's still yet to be determined. Yes. You know, I think it'll be determined over the next several weeks. You mentioned every quarterback, major, you know, one of the best quarterbacks. They, they need that Robin. Every Batman needs his Robin. And this week, there's a chance that Brady and Gronk are going to pass. I believe it's the, the, the number one, one, two punch, the most touchdowns ever in the postseason between two guys. I think they're about to pass Montana and Moss, if I'm not, or Montana and, uh, and Rice. And Rice, if I'm not mistaken. I remember last time you were here, Hugh, you mentioned that you were very concerned about the outcome of this season amidst the pandemic. You weren't sure if they would be able to keep it under control and keep the players under control. And, and we saw a lot of games were canceled, a lot of teams were, were shut down for a little bit. But overall, how do you think the NFL handled performing during the COVID 19 pandemic? Because I think it's been tough, but when you look around the league and you see not just players, but coaches, you know, I mean, there was no answer for coaches. I mean, we watched last night as the Cleveland Browns, who had an unbelievable showing, but they played the game without their coach. So either they were playing for their coach last night, and that was a added motivation to help get this thing over the top, but they had three other assistants out too. And that's, that's devastating for a team. Most teams can't function right. When that happened, because nobody ever said, boy, there's a bullpen for, for coaches when they get out. You know, there's wow. not. There is for players. You can bring them up from the practice squad, but you're not bringing coaches up from the practice squad. So it's different. That's a really good point. I didn't hear too many people mention that. That's like mm -hmm. incredible that they won last night, against, you know, considering all the circumstances. Mm -hmm. I mean, going into that game, you would, you would have thought there is no way they could win that game. And not just because it was a Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. It was because they played them the week before. It's the third time they're playing them. The Browns did not practice all week. Their coach wasn't there. He was, I'm sure he was Zoom calls, but he couldn't be there. They couldn't be there. They traveled to Pittsburgh, and not only did they win, they kicked their ass. Yeah. They just keep yeah. it real. They, they kicked their ass. <laughs> that first quarter was it's like I turned it on, watched the start, and I walked away for a little bit, and I came back. It was 28 nothing already by the end of the first quarter. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. yeah. A little extra motivation with Juju talking that smack, saying Cleveland is Cleveland. You can see they were just fired up when they went out there. Well, that tells what you, you, you got to be careful what you say sometimes. Yeah, because, definitely. The, the Browns are just the Browns. That's what this league is. You know, <laughs> yep. they, look, we, they look for things to get excited about. They need yeah. some bullet and material. And you give them the wrong thing, wow, look out. It's going to come that, back at you. That Especially Browns the last offensive dance. line and running. You know, that Browns <laughs> offensive line and running, though, they can, if they get going, they could be, if that defense steps up, that's that's a team that could play with anyone, too. 
It's going to oh, be no, exciting they, to watch them next week. Yeah. They have two of the best running backs in football. There's no yeah. doubt. Kareem Hunt looked like a man on a mission last night, and Nick Chubb is so consistent. Uh, their offensive line has played well, even when people were out of the yeah. out of. Uh, so, I, you know, they've done a really good job. Baker Mayfield's really come on. He's a leader of the team. He's doing some great stuff. But they're running into a Super Bowl champion this week. They run yep. into a Super Bowl champion with a very motivated quarterback who always has something to prove. And you mentioned something a second ago that I keep telling people, you know, uh, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, how many times have those guys been passed over for MVPs? Because we expect them to do extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is with Patrick. He probably won't win the MVP this year, but the guy that led the, the returning Super Bowl team to a 14 and one record, you know, and he has a tight end that is, that is almost like a receiver when it comes to yards. So you would think that, wait a minute, I understand how people judge this thing. It's the most valuable player on a team. If people don't think that Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable mm-hmm. player he's in this league, they're crazy. Crazy. Right. They're crazy. Yeah, but everybody is. wants to throw yeah. for five yards every week, you know, in order to win. But all he does is win. And now they're saying Aaron Rodgers, who, who, by the way, also I do think is like super underrated. Like, love Aaron Rodgers. Like, mm-hmm. just what he's able to pull off year after year and never seems to really get And what too the much team credit. does to him. I mean, they drafted a quarterback. It's yeah. like, a, why would you not try to put offense around him? I understand you want to look towards the future and you want to do it where you have somebody you can groom. But, I mean, with the first pick, uh, you know, sec- or second was it second round pick they took quarterback. That's crazy. That's pretty high. And I know you need to draft for the future, but at the same time, this is Aaron Rodgers, and you give him a few more tools, yep. and that's two or three more wins for you. Yeah. So you just got to find a way, and I wouldn't want to piss him off right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so he's pissed off probably at the whole league, and he will win the MVP. I truly believe that. Um, but I still think they're still lacking a little bit in order to yeah. get to well, I agree with you, and I guess we'll find out. I know that you have a very busy night. You've got you're in the tequila game, and that's a yeah. game that never stops. It doesn't pour till you can't pour no more. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, I love. I that. know all three of us live by that exact quote. <laughs> I, love I don't. Know, I don't want to include you. I mean, all three of us is in the Invisible <laughs> Mister Cheeks because I'm sure he's yeah. going to really be digging that tequila. <laughs> but now, who's, you, the, who's winning the game tonight? Uh oh! I heard Bama. I gotta say, right? It's like the I most... never go. I never go against Bama, and you like, can't. I always like. I thought they would be Clemson those, and I lost bets on both those. Uh-oh. And I just I don't go against Nick Saban. I just like in in winning. I always go with the. It's just a proven commodity. Like, I, to me, I don't think Justin Fields has is going to pull it off. He's not throwing for six touchdowns today. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting. They, uh, Alabama has a young defense. They've given up some touchdowns. They have uh, given up touchdowns, yep. Sure have scored a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they only have the Heisman Trophy winner and one of the runner-ups and a young man that's been hurt that's coming back. I think he's going to play tonight, Jalen Waddle. Uh, that is, you know, we talk about Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddle is supposed to be better than him. So... <laughs> Everybody better look out. You know, it's going to be an unbelievable game. You got one game, that team that played 12 games, another team that played seven games. It is the Ohio State. You know, they're the Big Ten darlings, and here comes the SEC darlings, and it's going to be an unbelievable game. So I'm looking forward to it. We might have to cancel the rest of the show. (laughs) Coach, who do you got? Uh, 
I can't say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. It's hard for me, even though my loyalty is to the Buckeyes, because I, I yeah. know quite players on the team. I just, when I look at Alabama, they're so explosive offensively. And these receivers are really good. And I think what you'll see tonight is you're going to see some defensive backs that people thought were really good players get exposed. You know, there, there's some guys that people think are top draft picks. I don't see them that way because I've, I watch other teams do it to them. So yeah. both sides. And so it's just going to be interesting. And if they don't corral Smith and if Waddle is going to be what he just what he's been and Najee Harris is going to be what he's been. Don't get me wrong. They have Garnett and Aleve, Aleve on Ohio State side who can really go get it, too. It's going to be I, – I, I'm afraid it's going to be a high-scoring game, you know, and it's going to be who turns the ball over the least is who's going to win this game. So I, right. I think it'll be – It's a game of turnovers. You heard it here from Coach Hugh Jackson first. Hugh, where can they find you on IG? You can find me on Instagram at Hugh Jackson 5 Hugh Jackson 5. All right. And uh, and also the Ultimate Breakdown podcast. Everybody out there, there's a great podcast out there hosted by Hugh Jackson, James Baldwin, and the amazing young talent Robert Wampler, who also writes for our website, theryanshow.fm. Go peep Ultimate Breakdown. What do we got to look forward to uh, with the podcast this year as we close things out? It's been awesome. I mean, those guys have been sensational very knowledgeable. They work at it. And you said it, Robert Wampler is one of the youngest guys that I've ever been associated with, but who understands the game. You know, he really works at it. And so does James. And I'm very proud to be a part of that with those guys. And I'm proud that, you know, we're a part of what you guys do. So it makes it a lot of fun. And uh, boy, we're looking to take it to another level next year. We got some big things coming in 2021, and it's always good to have you here. Hugh, hopefully we'll have you back soon. We'll do some, like, draft analysis. Who knows? The future is long. We got taste testing. That sounds more like it. (laughs) But I will leave you with this. I don't think I'll be able to do that because I think I'm going to be putting together the best offense in the national Yes. I got a feeling you will be too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. And looking forward to that. Thank you for everything, Hugh, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM. We've got Honky Wonky on the ones and twos, as per <laughs> always. Honky Wonky, let's get it going, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and we are moving right along. Coach Hugh Jackson has exited the studio and enter another South Jamaica legend. No, not our own. That is here every week. We have another hip-hop legend in the Zoom chat right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up. For one-third, or I guess currently one-half, of Onyx, Fred Rose Star is in the building. That is a fire mask. He's got the, the Onyx mask on there. Yo, I'm going to send you a whole yeah. box. Was you good, son? I need you to rap. You heard? Nice. I will, too. No, that. No, we need some of that fire, nigga. Definitely need some of that. I'm sending those out, man. You know what I mean? Corona, the Corona killers over here. The Corona yeah. killers. <laughs> a lot of Queen's history here inside of the Zoom chat. And it started a long, long time ago. Back when Mr. Cheeks was not Mr. Cheeks, when he was the young co-Cheeks. Right. <laughs> That's right. So, so man, so where did it all begin? When, were the, when was the first time that you two were introduced in this long hip-hop journey? Yo, I can't even, I had to be like, Rockaway, between Rockaway Boulevard, Lincoln Park, somewhere around there, you know what I'm saying? Somewhere around there. Right, Pots fan. 
Word. Because we, we, we met before the rap shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was just we was just in the streets. Like, young is coming up, playing basketball, just doing regular hood shit. You know what I'm saying? Crazy oh, to yeah. think that it all started in... Because I know Mr. Cheeks started... Cheeks, you started, what, 15 years old? You started rapping, like, pretty much professionally. Getting paid to actually rap? 15? Nah, like... 15, I was with Fredro Stone. We was out in Bailey Park doing it at 15 and all that. Getting our bones ready. Getting our... Getting the mic from Grandmaster Dick and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we, we used to ride from across town to go to... To ride across town and go over to, to Baisley and rock out. You know what I'm saying? So that was... That's what we started, like... That's how our music's career started. When we first got grabbed that mic, that was incredible. Word. Shout out to Grandmaster Vic because if it really wasn't for Vic letting us little niggas get on, you know what I'm saying? Because he, he could have been like, nah, 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 shorty, chill out. But he kept it a hundred with little niggas coming up. Me, Chicks, P.I. He let us rock in the park. So that's how we kind of like got our name and kind of got the flow of hip hop. How to really like rock in front of a crowd. And you know what I'm saying? Like, like that was the first audience, Maisley Park. I'd like to uh, see him get uh, more uh, yeah. like uh, recognition for blends. Yeah, they say, yeah, I mean, he's done so much, it seems like. Every time someone comes on, it seems like they have a Grandmaster Vic story and how he helped them in some way. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a legend, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. When you think about the record, Rising to the Top, the way he mm -hmm. um, scratched the record, boom, 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 that was his own thing. Like, that was his shit, you know what I'm saying? So anybody ever did that scratch like that, that's Grandmaster Vic. So when you yeah, hear you gotta pay homage to him. Yeah, that's his right there. You know what I'm saying? Like forever. Rising to the top. Classic. Uh, we might end up playing that tonight. We'll see. Oh, you gotta play that. You have to. After this, yeah. gotta have that on. That's the anthem. So now speed things up. 2021. <laughs> things are crazy. The world's shut down. Let's go back actually to 2020. I saw that quarantine freestyle. Like that was nasty that freestyle that you put in that like lifted <laughs> my spirits i will say oh, i remember oh. you you know what i'm talking about a, a, a few months back you put out and you just said it so perfectly you wrapped up what was of the year <laughs> so yeah. nicely yeah man the corona freestyle what happened was bro like we was like you know you know when you rapping you on you on tour you snatching bags you, 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 you across state lines and this this particular time in March, we was in Canada. We was on tour. We was rocking, sold out. The shows was popping. It was freezing out there, though. But we was in Canada, and they was mm -hmm. like, you know, we was hearing about the coronavirus in the news. And then one day, they was just like, yo, this shit is shut down. Y'all niggas got to get out of Canada right now, blah, blah. And all I was thinking about was what the like the, looked like the world was about to end. We was in the airport. This shit was crazy, my nigga. This shit was ill, my nigga. So while I was on that plane ride flying from Canada to L.A., I had my phone and I just wrote some shit real quick, like, you know what I'm saying? And when I got home that same night, I went and recorded that shit and just put it out. It was called the Corona Freestyle. It was just, like you said, it was just talking about this whole coronavirus because we ain't never seen no shit like this, bro. No, the NBA yeah. had gotten canceled. I remember, like, you just hit it on the head, bar for bar, exactly what was going down. Crazy. Right, right, right. right. You mentioned Canada and going on the road, and I noticed, like many other hip-hop legends, Europe has really embraced Onyx, and it's been like such like a breath of life into the people that Dave and I grew up listening to. We loved all you guys growing up, so it's great to see Europe keeping it alive in the sense that you can go over there and perform, sold-out crowds. People really appreciate real hip-hop. Yeah, and they, they care. They like appreciate it. They know the lyrics. They know everything. That, that's what I hear from you know all our guests that come on is just that overseas love. Is, is different. Yeah, it, that should definitely hit yeah. different. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just cool, like, going overseas and going to Europe because it's like they appreciate the music because they're not from here. So they, it's like it's like being exotic. Like, we, we, we exotic to them. Like, they, they don't see that shit on the regular. They're they not used to that. So when we get over there, they show a lot of love, man. So, yeah, shout to the Snow Goons, man. Snow Goons show a lot of love. I know no goons. goons. He was rocking with my, my snow goons, man. That's that's my crew across town. I noticed you just did that song, Reparations, which is hard. By the way, you did that with snow goons. And yeah. I want it made me think, are they aware of the racial or injustice that goes down here in America? Because I know that they really love hip hop, but I just haven't really been, maybe it's that I haven't noticed, but do they really stand out and speak up? Like when you go over there, do they talk about these and just the social justice issues that are going on in America, are they aware of this? Nah, I think the m is aware of that shit, but they don't really they don't really get political with it. But you know it's funny that you say that because like DJ Illegal down with the snow goose, he travels with us sometimes and and he's white. You know what I'm saying? His skin color is white. And sometimes you might see preference towards a white person than a black person, even though we down with the same crew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you see these things in life and yeah. it's just something in life that we have always seen and a lot of times we don't even address it because it's just like you just you can't address it it's just what it is you know what i'm saying so only thing you gotta do is just be black be proud that's it like you know what i'm saying and um people respect that people respect the black man worldwide black man is god you know what i'm saying so that's all i got to say you know what i'm saying they respect the black man worldwide well, that's great. I mean, and, and it seems like it's just in general, the world, you know, I don't, I hate that term woke, but the world is just becoming like nicer. Everybody seems to be becoming more connected to one another and starting like that, that fear of not understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like people fear no, what they I don't, don't understand. About that. Dude, I try to be so positive. I try to think that with access to education, like this is a time in history where for the first time anyone can access information. So a lot of fear, I feel, comes from a point of someone not getting something and not understanding. There's no excuse now. Like, you just got to, you can go online and speak to somebody from anywhere in the world. So you'd think that there would be a type of open-mindedness that comes with that. I, I don't think the word nicer, I think the world is getting closer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're more, we have more access to everybody because, yo, shit is popping off right now, man. Yeah. Rappers, rappers, this is not, it's crazy out here, man, you know? Um... It's not really getting no better, man. You know what I'm saying? With this, with this, with what's going on out here, we really gotta like, you know, look at this, shit, man. The younger generation, man, it's like they gotta wake up, you know, wake the fuck up. Shout the snow goons, we got that wake the fuck up album, man. But yeah, man, they put us in a fucked up position in the hood, man. So it's it ain't getting no nicer in the hood. The United States ghetto is something that we came up with, you know what I mean? Rest in peace to Big DS. Um, United States ghetto is United States ghetto, USG, and that's what we always represent. And it's always fucked up in the hood, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why we always relate to the hood with our new music. Like, we got a new album, Onyx for Life. We always go back to the hood mentality. We might not stay directly in the hood, but our heart is in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Our heart is in the streets. And that's who we relate to. That's who relate to us. When we walk in these streets, that's who relate to us. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hell yeah. Right. Makes sense. When you see like new artists, do you find it harder to relate? I mean, they're like you said, they're still going through a similar experience to what you did, but the music is such a contrast to some of the stuff that you guys were putting out back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. can you still relate to this new type of music in some way, even if it might not be what you listen to? No, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to relate to it. it I, it's, I'm not supposed to relate to no. it. it. I respect it. Facts. It's, it's like let the let let the youngins no, do what not. they do. We do what we do. Let them do what they do. Just like when we came in the game, the older G's like Jam Master J and they let they had to look at us and say, "Yo, let them little niggas do their thing, man." You know what I'm saying? They probably couldn't relate to a lot of the older dudes. Probably couldn't relate to what we was doing, but they had to respect it. And it, and it just goes for me too. I see the younger dudes. I congratulate them. You know what I'm saying? And um, we we looking for younger artists. We we looking. To make things happen, man. Sign with Mad Money Movement. Shout to Mad Money Movement. We just signed this new, this new kid, man. This kid called Cloud Nine. He ain't got nothing to do with real hip hop and none of that other shit. He doing his thing. We just gonna give him a platform and, and a way out, a way out the hood. You know what I'm saying? And we are gonna, you know, help the help the kid out just the way Jay helped us out. So check my little Cloud Nine. He do all that trap, rap, all that drill, crazy shit. That's what he do. And I gotta respect it, and we gotta, we gotta make sure our young brothers is good out here. You know what I'm saying? Literally, in your case, because we talked about this a little bit before we started the interview. To the OG listeners of the show, I think actually we might have even said it in the intro, but your younger brother Bamboo Star was the first guest that we ever had ever. on the FM radio. Came out with us to Boston, yeah. and he's got the music that's kind of like a mix. Like he still has bars. But he has that sound with certain songs where he can kind of bridge the gap between these younger drill artists and more hardcore actual lyricists that are doing it that way. I always like that about Bamboo's music. Yo, so me and my little brother, Bamboo Star, we got an album produced by Snow Goons coming out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> me and him going back and forth. And I got him I like on. That. Because I told him, I was like, yo, you doing, your, you doing the trap, you doing the drill shit. That shit is cool. But I'm like, yo, my, my bro, like, when this shit open back up, we're going to be back on the road heavy, my nigga. And I want you there with me. I need you there rocking with us. So I had to give him the soundtrack so he can come on tour and rock with us. He needs the music to rock with that. So I said, yo, jump on these Snow Goons beats. So, yeah, me and Bamboo, we got the little EP slash album coming out. All Star, that's the name of the joint, you know what I'm saying? Oh, there we go. Something like to look that. forward to there. That's different, too. You don't really hear a lot of, like, brother and brother compilations. And the sound is different, like, between you guys. I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, he got he, he know he know where he got the flow from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same <laughs> as in the family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and this is, this is actually a perfect time right now where we can play a little bit of new Fred Rose Star, and we'll play a Bamboo Gutta song or Bamboo Star. I believe is what he's calling himself now. Made the transition to star. His name was Bamboo Gutter. I said, yo, my dude, listen, man. It's all about how you pick your name. You want to be in the gutter or you want to be a star? Uh, <laughs> Ooh, so that's where the name change came. I love that. I like that. I mean, yeah. It's gutter or star. You pick what you, you know, where you want to end up. Yeah? Plus, to carry on that name, that's an amazing thing. Yo, so on that gonna, note. We're going to play some. If we're going to play some new shit, you got to tap into this Fredro star. Sheep Loose record produced by my man Jay Wax. This called 5 a.m. We gotta go heavy with this record. This crazy, my D block. You know what I mean? That's what we're gonna have to go in. So throw that on and make that happen. 5 a.m. right here on the Ryan Show. Hopefully, this is the first time it's played, but who knows? You can also check out Fredro. What's your IG really quick? Let's get him on your IG while they're listening. My IG is Fredro underscore star. This is the Ryan Show FM with Mr. Cheeks. Of the legendary Lost Boys and Socialite Hampton's <laughs> Dave. 
with the legendary no nostrils thing. that could sniff yeah. just about anything. <laughs> it is good to be here, gentlemen. So, hmm. Mr. Fred Rostar, we started talking a little bit off the air, and I had to say, no, 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 wait, we need this on the radio. Mr. Cheeks, Fred Rostar yeah. in the Marley house? What? What's this all about? Yeah, man, you, you see a man choke, he's smoking that good shit, man. We was blowing it down. Um, I was in Miami. I think I was shooting a movie out there with Rick Ross, and um, and um, it was just, it was just, I, I, I was like, I, I, I connected with Cheeks in Miami. I'm like, yo, you in Miami? He like, yeah, I'm in Miami. Pull up, boom! I pulled up. We was at the Marley's crib, man. We at the Marley's crib. I'm like, yo, this is ill. Like, you know what I mean? Just to be in that royalty, you know what I'm saying? And just to be vibing on some hip hop shit. It was ill, man. You know what I'm saying? I never forget that shit. Like, like little things like that you don't forget because it's special to you. You know what I'm saying? Because Bob Molly is one of my, like, like that's like, he's like God to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my Hell religion, yeah. my religion is what's in front of you. My religion is what I can see, what, what's in front of you, but you got to have faith too. Like Bob Molly, his beliefs was so crazy. I smoked mad weed. Like even myself, I smoked more weed than Bob Molly. That's for real. So that was ill, man. You know what I mean? That is amazing. Now, are the are the rumors true? Because when you think of the Bob Marley joint, I always remember when we were kids, they'd have the rolling papers, the Bob Marley rolling papers, and it was like a fist. It was like two fists put together was the size of a joint. <laughs> is it uh, is it really that crazy over there? Are you seeing some like monster cannon joints? Like, is there any experiences that you recall? Nah, man. We just it was just a cool vibe, man. Just you know, brothers just chilling, vibing, and chilling. Smoking real regular degular shit, just regular hood shit we was doing, and that was enough. But the blunts was crazy, smoking the blunts. That's what I'm saying. Yo, it's like, a, it's like a family clan. Like, you mentioned that you look at Bob Marley like God, well, so the Jamaicans, and they're like demigods, the kids. Like, I, Mr. Cheeks took me to the Stephen Marley tour bus twice now, and the yeah. whole family's there. There's like 13 deep rolling around these buses, huge dog Samson. We're sitting there with this giant ass Rottweiler. It's good. Sam sense good. I'm sitting there like, holy shit. Hoping this thing doesn't like eat me. Yes, uh. <laughs> Crazy times, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, when legends yeah. get together, man, Cheeks is a legend, man, for real. Um, I seen Cheeks, we we you know, we went to high school together. I seen the whole Lost Boys come up. They seen Onyx come up, and it's just ill to still see. Let's yeah. get good. Doing moves, documentary coming out. Still one of the nicest lyricists. Like you know, saying like this is what we always wanted to do. This is what we still doing. Yes. So that's just ill, man. You know what I mean? For real, real shit. It's real, just crazy to shit. think about. Like, you know, like, two in high school together. Like yeah, wait, the- literally, you guys were literally in high school together. Yeah, we went to John Adams. John Adams, all that man, we was everywhere. So what, what were you two man, like? Uh, just, we were all in Queens. We was all through Queens, man. Yeah. Crazy, man. You knew the whole story. You put the Onyx movie, the Lost Boys movie together. That's a long, crazy John. Yo, we went to John Adams. That's crazy, we went to class, man. We was never went to class. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> we was at the Chinese. Uh, yeah, that's fact. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh man, so music, you guys are always maintaining relevance with the music and acting is something, you know, it seems like a lot of rappers try to act, but Fred, you're like, you can act, act. You're a yeah. legitimate actor. Nah, listen, man, yeah. I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm acting like that. I'm acting my way to be an actor. 
Yeah. Well, dude, you're doing a good job. Like, so are you like trained? How did that work? When did you start acting? I'm Southside Rockway Boulevard trained, man. That's why I'm trained Love right that. from Boulevard. I never went to acting school. It was just, you know, sometimes you fall into a different hustle. You know what I'm saying? You find a different way to get bread, and you fall into that, and you mm. and you and you nurture that. You know what I'm saying? You you um. You go into that. You go in. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I did when I got in the acting game. I went in. I, I learned more about it. You know what I'm saying? Being around people like Forrest Whitaker and dudes like Spike Lee in the game. It's like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just so You're still in one of my favorite movies ever. Sunset Park is still. That's my. I hooped growing up. I used to watch that before games. Before I was. Classic, man. You know, you look back at that shit. A, that whole character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Real Perlman. The real problem was L. Danny DeVito. That was a dope guy. Shout out to Harris, one of the illest comedians. That's my dude. Yep, like, and you build relationships. Hell yeah. Dude, like, Damn, that's my crew. Word. Sunset Park crew forever. Legendary. Rhea Perlman is the shit too. Love Rhea Perlman. Yeah, man. The old lady. The, people don't know this. She, she's the lady from Cheers. The, yes. The, the feisty little one. Yeah, she played that role. She's perfect for that role, that movie too. She's like perfect. perfectly casted. Perfect. You're too like the relationship you guys had. That movie, that's still like that's top ten yeah, movie for me, top five movie for me. I love good, it. Word, word. And still he, she was also in uh, Matilda. Oh, she was the mom in Matilda. Yep. yep. You still got Classic. that bubble goose? Nah, but you know what's crazy, right? Um. I was just looking at um, Instagram and I see your man Fabulous. He posted a picture with a with a yellow goose, right? And he was like, he, you know, he did the, I feel like Fergio Starr stood in the yellow goose, right? <laughs> so I looked at so Nike. So, yo, check this out. Nike put out the, the, the yellow goose and the yellow goose is called the Sunset Goose. Oh, you got, that's cool. That's crazy, Pam. Yeah, that's awesome. Dope. Yo, fabulous! He need to send a couple of them shits over, man. Size medium, size large, extra large. We need those. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, for sure. That is definitely awesome. So, do we have any type of like reunions going? I know it's tough with everything being shut down. It's really hard to like plan on what's going to happen in twenty twenty one. But that being said, we've got the the new music coming out with your brother. Any yeah. uh, any expectations for the fans out there that could ex- could expect another Onyx album this year listen, or next listen, year? Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Me and Sticky Fingers, like you said, it's, it's been a crazy quarantine, and we couldn't. Yo, me and Stick Stick, we, yo, we we went, yo, we was in the dungeon, my nigga. We went to the, the the cave, my nigga, and we 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 got an album coming out called Onyx for Life, my nigga. When you see the yes. cover for this album, when you see the front cover for this album you're gonna bug the f- out my n- it is crazy but um yeah i got i got we, we got some sh- my n- we got some sh- shout the sticky fingers man onyx for life's album it's 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 straight boom back hip-hop we got with this producer from um this producer from chile word from south america you got f-ing bangers my n- crazy sh- dj or dash my n- he crazy but um, yeah, Onyx for Life album, me and Sticky, we going in on that, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Capadonna, Planet Asia, a sick flow, snack the rip a couple of guests on the album. Yo, that shit coming out this year. Crazy, I'm telling you. Nice. Crazy. Something for all of us to look forward to that are listening right now. So, Fredro, 
Man, there's a, there's a lot of things that I'd like to ask you, but we're we're so limited on time. So I want to ask you this. Hopefully, we'll be able to get you back at some point in 2021 with Sticky to talk a little bit more. Is that a possibility? Yeah, let's let's stick it on the show. Let him talk, man. A That's lot what I'm of saying. Hear from Sticky lately, man. That nigga need to let niggas know what's going on, man. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, I talk no, to. I, I talk to. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> don't want to hear my no more, man. I mean, you've got some good between and, and some solid interviews out there too, man. You're one of the best. Where else? Uh, where? What else can we plug? We got the Instagram. Yo, yo, where else can we they? Go, before we go, y'all niggas got the podcast. I got a podcast too, my nigga. My podcast is called Rappers and Ballers. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you tap in the Rappers and Ballers. Shout out to my nigga Johnny Vogel. Yo, cheeks, we gotta get you on the podcast, my nigga. For real, for real. Tap you in. You already know we did. Let's go. So I wait a minute, know. you bring on rappers and ballers just like the name. Yo, we talk about hip-hop, talk about <laughs> sports, smoke weed. We just be chilling, you know what I'm saying? The same nice. shit y'all is doing. <laughs> but we got our own little thing going on. <laughs> rappers and ballers, make sure you tap in. We on all platforms, my nigga. Holla at Check it out. Rappers and Ballers, a new podcast. Fred Rostar here on the Ryan Show FM. We're going to play some more new Fred Rostar. We're going to play Reparations here tonight. Since we did mention it earlier. Yeah, play reparations, man. We got to get Trump punk ass out of office unless... Got him. And hopefully things will be smoothed out in America. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's just crazy in America right now. So we just got to like hold our head, stay close to your family, stay sucker free, keep your masks on. And I love all y'all niggas. Yo, Cheech, you my brother for life. I love you, man. You heard? Yeah. Right now, I love you, boy. Let's go. Stay safe, man. You already know. Coming out to LA, that with my n***a smoke on that green all day. <laughs> as soon as you touch LA, make sure you holler at your big bro, man. I'm here. Love that. You already know, man. You already know. I'm about, to, I'm about, to, I'm about to go. Yo, listen. I'm about to go watch Alabama f*** these Ohio State f***ers yeah. up. <laughs> we just talked about that earlier. What? <laughs> Fredro, thanks for coming on. And there he goes, the legend himself, Fredro Starr. This is the Ryan Show FM, creating Southside Jamaica connections. This is Ryan Vernell, host of the Ryan Show FM. And like I said, things are closing out here tonight. Hamptons Dave, Mr. Cheeks, join me as we put an end. Put the uh, the bow on the present, if you will. Kind of not. And send it off. Really quick, I'm excited here tonight, guys, because the Ryan Show is brought to you by the Rolling Joint. That's right. It's not what you think. The Rolling Joint is a food truck on Long Island that creates the greatest sandwich in the entire world. It's no joke. It's made on a toasted Italian roll. Pork butt. I think that's the name of it. Yeah, the Rolling Joint. It's a weed-themed food truck. It's got an amazing sausage sandwich with what they call dope sauce. Dope sauce is kind of like nacho sauce, but way more dope. Way more... More better, if you will. More better? It's not like that crazy, terrible nacho sauce that you get. It's like a smooth, milky, delicious cheese sauce. It's dope. It's dope. Also, a nice Italian coleslaw on the roll and on the sausage. So, yeah, just amazing. Rolling joint food truck. If you're on Long Island, go check them. Coleslaw on a sandwich is one of the hidden, maybe most underrated parts of making a sandwich. People like need coles- to start doing that more. Yeah, yeah. And, and a good sandwich spot has a sandwich with coleslaw. That's what kind of separates yep. them. Back when I was on my sandwich-making days, I implemented that sandwich. I believe we stole it from a Sag Harbor deli. 
Was that who it is that the makes Bavar- the good? The Bavarian bomber, right? The Bavarian bomber. We made our own take of that over at the place that I used to wear, Golden Pear. Before we wrap things up tonight, if you're in the Florida area, it's your lucky day because Mr. Cheeks has a show this weekend, Saturday night. Just wear a mask. Don't be an idiot, okay? Wear a nice Onyx mask there. Cheeks, where's Don't this going down? Up. Panama City? Panama City. Florida, baby, the party of the party town of the town. You don't know about Panama City. Sounds like, a, sounds like a movie. No, it looks pretty like lit. A movie. I like the flyer. You can check I the like flyer. I like places that are open. I like the. I respect those places that are yeah, open. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you respect the shorts and the white, <laughs> white tees and Nikes on this motherfucker. Nice. DJ Unique on the one and two. No, we're gonna do it. And I've got the flyer here right now. So this is uh, this is going to be at Vibes. On January 16th, this Saturday, Lights Cam- Mr. Lights Camera Action himself, a.k.a. Coach Cheeks, is going to be performing. So, yeah, save the date, lock it in your calendar, and check him out at the real Mr. Cheeks 132 for not only flyers, but a handful of insulting Trump memes. Another good one, Cheeks, that you have is Georgia flipping from red to blue. That had me laughing out loud. The white guy with the, with the haircut, and then they give him the fade. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, crispy now, right? Looking <laughs> crispy. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Oh, man. Dude, I did not know that you and Fred Rostar and all of them went to the same high school. I always think that like it's weird that Dave and I went to high school. Like you guys are like actual legends that went to a, a high school together. It's just crazy to me to think. Uh, yeah, we used to run on that lover. When we used to go over to Jackson to fight, that lover was over there. To fight people. Come on, cheeks got hands. I mean, you know that. Come on, yeah, high school fights and beat like that. Yeah. But well, I tell you, Lost Boys is everywhere. We was everywhere, man. We was all around Queens. We can't get in. You ain't getting in type shit, you know? <laughs> Love that. He was always bugging out. Love that. Amazing. His the young days. days. The young days. And like you, like they said, hopefully there's like a documentary or something like that someday that'll come out so we can get all that stuff covered. I'm sure there's some incredible tales. I was trying to get some type of a sick Marley story out. But I mean, how can anyone really remember what goes on at the Marley house? <laughs> like just like breathing in that air. It's like vibes, amnesia. Okay. Oh, dude, we're gonna take y'all down. Like, we're take y'all down. And me, cousin Steve, boy, you're gonna be zoning out. He's the man, dude. We had that. That still is like I mean, one of the most incredible Steve. nights of my life. I mean, and it looks like Cheeks' phone died. I see that right in the nick of time. Uh, on that note, yeah, it's it's a shame that Cheeks is gone because that night, honestly, is one of the top nights of my life. Going on the Marley bus, and Steve and Marley yeah. was like rehearsing leading up to it. And I didn't know that, like, he makes these, like, to those that know Steve Marley, he was like, yeah, like, he makes these, like, Marley noises in between his songs and or in between his verses or whatever. And he's just on the bus doing that as we're so high. We smoke so much weed on the Marley bus. And it's silent. Like, no one's talking. We're all sitting there kind of just, like, vibing, like Cheeks would say, enjoying the vibes. And Marley would just be like, yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, looking at Cheeks like, yo, dude, like, he's like, it's what he does. Good times. Good times to me. So, we appreciate everybody for listening as per norm. Thank you very, very much. Follow us. Spend money with us. 